Aaron Rodgers speaks, which means people have thoughts, people have takes, I have takes. But what did we actually learn? What is actually useful about what Aaron Rodgers said? Is any of it? Is the drama warranted? We're going to talk about it on today's show. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. We are Locked On Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you'll find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today on the show, um, we're going to talk about what Aaron Rodgers said to Pat McAfee. And we're going to do that because we're going to do that because not only has it caused a stir, but there is some useful information in there that just gives us a sense of where Rodgers is, what he's thinking, and where this all could go. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about the MVP versus Super Bowl drama. Drama. And, <laughs> and we're going to actually talk about the, the material conversations here because I think those are a lot more interesting. But so... Let's let's look at okay before we get into the takes with a Z and before we get into you know the 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 tea leave reading and and trying to parse all this stuff. Here are the things that Aaron Rodgers said unequivocally that we know now for sure that we either probably knew or thought we knew or maybe didn't know at all. But this is the information that Aaron Rodgers provided. So, for the moment, and this is important, for the moment, Aaron Rodgers has had all the conversations he wants to have. What does that mean? We're going to talk about that in a second. We also know, because he said, there will be more conversations down the line. Why? Why? We're going to talk about the, the reasons for that. These are connected. But we know, okay, they've talked. Rodgers is satisfied. Now he's got to go figure out where he's at. And then there will be more conversations. What will be the substance of those conversations? And, and how will that impact everything that happens next? We'll get there. We'll get there. He doesn't want to rebuild. Duh. And this was where everyone was quick to point out that he said he only wanted to come back if he thought he could win Super Bowls. Was, was in the context of rebuilding. And actually what he said was, if the team wants to go to Jordan Love and figure things out, that's a rebuild. Or it's not really a retool. Now that could be a little Jordan Love slander if you wanted to take it there. I don't, but... This was in the context of wanting to go young and wanting to figure that stuff out. There's no indication the Packers want to do that. So why is Aaron talking about that stuff? Brian Gutekunst has made it pretty clear that that's not what he wants. So why is this coming up? I have a theory on that, but we don't know. And so we're just dealing for the moment with things we know. 
Okay. He wants his guys back. He said, if, I want, if I'm going to come back, then I want my guys with me. That's guys like Mercedes Lewis, Randall Cobb, Alan Lazar, David Bakhtiari, the people he name-checked in this interview. That is relevant. That's relevant to all of, the, all of these, everything that I just talked about, all the things we know, but what does it mean? This is important and, and is going to come up again. We also know he's not yet ready to make a decision. Okay, he said he, he, has, he has a lean, but isn't sure. But that once he is sure, he will be in all the way. I, I'm dubious of, of that second part just because of I, I've lived on this earth for 36 years. And I know that when I'm unsure of a decision, when I make it, I don't immediately become sure of that decision. And if I'm unsure of something for a long time, just because I made the decision doesn't mean I'm 100% sure of it. Like, I don't know how many decisions that after two more weeks I became. Anyway, I get what he's saying. Once I decide, okay, I'm going to commit myself to this thing. I'm, you should probably never be 100% certain about almost anything. Also, we learned he's not opposed to playing somewhere else. Never say never was what he said. And that when you say never, the thing you said never to seems to be the thing that ultimately happens. That's just an interesting thing to say. But he said never say never. Now, interestingly, last summer, he was asked, do you see yourself finishing your career in Green Bay? His answer, definitely. So, not in the same place he was last summer at this moment. That seems relevant. That seems relevant. That tells me that he is closer to leaving, for whatever that means, retirement, trade, whatever, than he was last summer. Because he said so. He was all in. I am retiring at Green Bay Packer last year. He said that. Definitely. Now, maybe it's because he doesn't feel like the team wants him back. That's not the, the, the question. I just mean he is closer to leaving, whether it's the Packers decision or his decision. He is closer to leaving now than he thought he was last year. Maybe nothing has changed. We'll see. And, and here's where we're going to talk about the thing. He thinks he can play at an MVP level, but only on the right team. Okay. Let's be very clear about what the criticism of this comment is. Okay. Aaron Rodgers was asked about his level of play. And he said, that he still thinks he can play at the highest level, an MVP level, but it has to be on the right team, okay? So the team context is already being invoked here. And the criticism from guys like former player Sean O'Hara, from Rob Gronkowski is, why are you talking about MVPs 
and not Super Bowls. And the criticism from fans and even some in the media is to immediately say, well, but you didn't, you didn't listen to the interview. You couldn't have listened to the interview because Aaron Rodgers said, I only want to come back if I can compete for a Super Bowl. Except the context of those statements was as opposed to rebuilding. Of course, he doesn't want to rebuild. And also, these two things are not mutually exclusive. It is possible and probably likely that Aaron Rodgers only wants to play if he can compete. And also, potentially the case that Aaron Rodgers frames his own personal success through the lens of individual achievements, a.k.a. the, the MVP award or the passing title or whatever, rather than winning. And then there, there are, there are going to be people who say, yes, but it takes a team to win and an MVP is an individual award, except Aaron Rodgers himself is already admitting that's not true. Because he is the one who invoked needing the right team around him to be an MVP. If we are going to invoke the team element, why not invoke the Super Bowl? Because that is the thing that has eluded him. And I get it if you're Aaron Rodgers, because the only way that you want your play to be viewed is through the lens of your MVPs. Because if we view it through the lens of the Super Bowls, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're going, that doesn't tell the story of my greatness. And I get that. Because he hasn't won as many Super Bowls as other quarterbacks. Hasn't won as many as Peyton Manning or Eli Manning or Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger or Terry Bradshaw or John Elway. So he doesn't want you to view his greatness through the Super Bowl lens. But when you have guys like Gronk and O'Hara say, you should be looking at Super Bowls. And I'll add myself to this because I quote tweeted the, the quote. I watched the interview, by the way, the dumbest, always the dumbest criticisms. Like, oh, did you watch the game? Yes. Just because we disagree doesn't mean I didn't watch the game. And just because you think a thing and I think a different thing doesn't mean I didn't watch. The criticism is that it, especially at this point in Aaron Rodgers' career, why is he defining his level of play through individual accolades? And what I said was, you would never hear Tom Brady say this. You would never hear Tom Brady define the quality of his play by a personal award. What Tom Brady would say, and I'm not even a Tom Brady guy. I'm on Tom Brady is overrated island. Come, welcome, I have a beautiful three-bedroom condo with water views on Tom Brady's overrated island. But that guy is obsessed with winning. He lives and breathes and sleeps playing football to win. And, and it may have ruined his life. It may have ruined his personal life. But you cannot say that Tom Brady cares about anything but winning Football. Can you say that about Aaron Rodgers? And, and it would be one thing if this was a one-off. But this is the same guy who this very season said that he wanted to go down throwing even though the run game was working. When, the, when they discovered the run game in the middle of the season, Aaron Rodgers told 
the broadcast team, he wa- he wanted to go down throwing and later said after they beat the crap out of the Rams, was annoyed that he didn't get to play quarterback in that game. He said that on the record. They won. This is a guy who in 2019 wasn't putting up great stats without Devontae Adams and he's throwing to, you know, throwing for 200 yards against the Cowboys and, and saying it was one of my best games of the year because we won and I made some really good decisions and Aaron Jones carried us. That's the quarterback you want to see. You want a quarterback who defines everything through the lens of winning. What you want to say, what I want to hear from any quarterback Can you still play at a high level? I still think I can play well enough to lead us to a Super Bowl, but it's going to take more than just me. I still think I can play at elite level. I've been an MVP. It wasn't enough. I need need a team around me. We have to all be better. And we can go do this. I know I can still win Super Bowls. And that's the only thing that matters to me. That's what I wanted to hear. And that's what the criticism is. That the quality of his play was defined through individual awards, not team success. And the problem for Aaron Rodgers is even if that is a banal comment, and I, look, I'm not, I don't care. Frankly, it's not the most important thing materially to the outcome of this season or next season or, or anything. But because it's become this, this vitriolic thing, I'm, I'm feeling the need to respond the way that I am. And I, I'm passionate about this topic because this isn't the first time. There is a perception that Aaron Rodgers is a me first stats guy, that he cares about his passer rating. That's why he won't throw into coverage late in games to try and bring them back. That's the perception. That is the narrative that is out there. And it's because of things that have been said, things that have been done over the years. This is an accumulation of information, right? To borrow, a, to borrow an Adam Schefter? This is not a one-off. Now, does it matter? Well, if, if that is in fact his attitude, yeah, it probably does matter in the grand scheme of things. It probably does. And when you look at, okay, this is the way they wanted to play last season. More like Aaron Rodgers. And when we talk about this disconnect that seems to be happening between the Packers front office and the quarterback in terms of where they want to get to, we're going to talk about that in a second. This attitude from Aaron Rodgers about individual stats versus team play versus what's best for the team, all that does matter. It is actually relevant to how you build this team. And it is something, not not this comment, but what it potentially represents does impact the way that I view this team, the way that I view Aaron Rodgers. And I think it has to impact the way that the team views this team and the way the team views Aaron Rodgers. But they know this was not this was not new information. They know the truth. They know the truth. Today's episode brought to you by Bet Bet Online is your number one spot for all of your betting info, analysis, 
all the latest odds and trends from every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college football, basketball, World Cup, all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's, there's football futures for next year already. You can, you can have a lot of fun. Baseball's around the corner. It's the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting fix in. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online where the game starts. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Subscribe to Locked On NFL and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday. And Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes, Locked On NFL, available on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Okay, now that we've got that out of the way, (laughs) I want to talk about what we might know, what we might be able to extrapolate here. Because I'm confused about something. Ryan Gudikins has made it very clear they're not rebuilding. When he came out and so strongly, so ferociously said, we're not playing young guys, we're not playing Jordan Love, not until we are absolutely out of it and maybe not even then because we think culture is so important and winning is the only thing that matters to the Green Bay Packers. He said in his post-season press conference last week, David Bakhtiari, back. Aaron Jones, back. We want all of our guys back, including Aaron Rodgers. What in all of that leads Aaron Rodgers to believe this team could potentially be rebuilding, could potentially want to go to Jordan Love? And Brian Gutekinds was asked about that. And he said, that's a question for Aaron. We feel like we've communicated to him what our plan is And we want him back. Okay. The question was asked, do you want Aaron Rodgers back? Brian Gutekind said, we want everyone back. I would say it was a little mushy in terms of his his support of Aaron Rodgers in that post-game press conference. Not not exactly if you're Aaron Rodgers, what you want to hear in all those things. Like I was kind of listening to this going, this is a little weird. My antenna perked up a little bit. Um, But... I, I, if that's true, and they've had all the conversations that they want to have, what does Aaron Rodgers still need to hear? Because presumably in those meetings, the Packers said, we want you back. So why is this mutual interest thing still a problem? Why, why is this idea that Green Bay might not want him back still something that Aaron Rodgers is talking about and has been talking about for a year? Or two years, you really, you can go back to 2020. Why is that? And I think we have an answer in the Wayback Machine. Go back to 2020. And the Packers did not want to initially give Aaron Rodgers an extension off that 2020 season. And he felt like he deserved one. And he went to them. Remember, this is all on the record. He said this in a press conference. He went to them and said, if you guys want to play Jordan Love, trade me. But financially, that didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. The Packers didn't want to trade Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron, after the 2020 season, 
was doing all the goodbyes and all this stuff and is going, I don't know, who knows what the future holds, all that stuff, beautiful mystery. We're going, what is he talking about? Why does he think he's going to be going? There's no way the Packers want to move on from him after this. That's ridiculous. But Aaron Rodgers felt like, well, if you want to keep me around, you should give me the contract and maybe other things, right? That is two people or two entities in this case, not being on the same page. Aaron Rodgers believing that the Packers actions are saying, we don't want you here, even though the Packers aren't saying that. And and regardless of whether or not they are or aren't saying that, Aaron Rodgers feeling that way created a big problem. It was a mismanagement of the situation by the Packers. And I think a mismanagement of the situation by Aaron Rodgers by both sides. And that's problematic. So it's possible both of these teams, or both the team and the and the player, want the same thing, which is Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback of the Packers in 2023. But here's, here's where it gets interesting. So I think a rebuild to Rodgers means something different than it does to Brian Utekinst. Because what I'm I'm seeing in the, the through line in all of this, they need to have more conversations if he wants to come back. That to me says that there are stipulations. I if I decide I want to play and I want to play here, if that is what I want, then here is what I need from you guys. That means. He's not sure right now that the Packers are willing to give him those things. Now, what that means moving forward, who knows? So, what what could those things be? And this is where the rebuild, retool thing is relevant. Him saying, I want guys like Mercedes Lewis back, Randall Cobb back. Well, is that always the best thing for the team? And if you're the Packers, you're going... Maybe the best thing for the Packers is a guy like Big Bob Tunyon. He's just not giving them a lot. And so, yeah, he might be Rodgers' buddy and Rodgers trusts him, but they're actively finding ways to to get Josiah DeGuara on the field because they can't use Tunyon in those ways. He's not a good blocker. And he's not giving them enough in the passing game to really be a threat. So, and, and when they're in 11 personnel, a lot of the time, Mercedes Lewis is the lone tight end because he's such a good blocker, basically their sixth offensive lineman at times. He has value. Big Dog said he's the only reason he's still playing is Matt LaFleur. Presumably, if Matt LaFleur asks, he will come back. David Bakhtiari, Brian Gutekind said, is back. But Randall Cobb? What did we see from Randall Cobb this season that suggests he can be not even just a focal point, like a quality secondary receiver for any strength of of consistent time. It's just not there anymore for him, it seems. And that brings me no joy to, to say because he's a beloved teammate, a beloved player by the fan base, seems like a, an all-world kind of guy. You can't let Rodgers play GM here. Especially when the contract is already a big problem, especially next year, if he's on this team in 2023. Alan Lazard's probably going to cost too much 
SpotTrack has the market value of Alan Lazard at $11 million. And because of teams that have cap space this year are receiver needy teams, the Bears, for example, already had a ton of interest in Alan Lazard. It's going to cost a lot of money to keep Alan Lazard. I think he's going to get more than Marquez Valdez-Scantling got last year. And the Chiefs outbid the Packers for MVS. He got $10 million a year. Alan Lazard is going to get 11-12. The Packers just can't play in those waters and frankly can't afford to pay a secondary receiver that kind of money who's not an elite secondary receiver. And for all the great things Alan Lazard does, you look around the NFL and the landscape. The Eagles secondary receiver is Devontae Smith. He'd be Green Bay's wide receiver one. The 49ers wide receiver two is Brandon Ayuk. He would probably be the Packers wide receiver one. Now, that's not the case in all these teams. The Bills, they don't have a great wide receiver two. T. Higgins, though, would be wide receiver one for the Packers. It depends on who you think. Wide receiver one in Kansas City is Travis Kelsey. But like Juju Smith-Schuster, it's a really good player. You just It's just not, not the same kind of level. And that's, that's where the Randall Cobb how many teams is Randall Cobb getting real snaps for in these, in these playoff teams? Probably not that many. So it might be the case that both sides say, we think we'd like to have you back, but we can't make these moves. So how much of a sticking point are those things really? Is it that important? Or is Rodgers going to say, hey, the Jets are going to hire Nathaniel Hackett. We'll see if they do that. I'll, I'll, I'll happily go play with Elijah, Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson and, and Brees Hall and Robert Sala and go and try and win a Super Bowl in the AFC if you're not willing to acquiesce. And that's where this retirement stuff gets so silly to me. What have you seen over the last 12 to 15 years of Aaron Rodgers that leads you to believe that if the Packers went to Aaron Rodgers and said, Aaron, I know you want to play for us this year, but we would like to trade you, makes you believe that rather than accepting a trade to a team of his choice to stick it to Green Bay, he would choose to retire. What have you seen from Aaron Rodgers that leads you to believe that that's true, especially considering there's $60 million on the line and doubly especially considering the money involved for the Packers on the cap. If they're willing to trade him, fine, retire. The $40 million on the cap is better than $40 million each of the next two years on the cap if you play in 2023. So if they're to that point, what are we even doing here? Before we finish up, today's episode brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to have a Built Bar. I have one today. I have one almost every day because I want to eat healthy. I want to fuel my body, but I also want to eat delicious food. And that is increasingly difficult to do when you have a busy lifestyle, when you're a parent, I have a sick kid at home right now, so I don't have a lot of extra time to be making myself stuff, so I just gotta grab something. I grab a Built Bar. And now, here's the cool thing, you can do it at Sam's Club or Walmart, you can just go grab one, 
doing your shopping, go grab a Bilt Bar. 130 calories, four grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. It is incredible modern science that I don't understand, but you should go grab yourself a box today. So I don't know how bad the Packers actually want Aaron Rodgers back. It may be the case that they want Rodgers back under certain conditions. And it may be the case that Aaron Rodgers wants to be back under certain conditions. Go get Brandon Cooks or go get D-Hop. Well, I can't promise that. And I need Lazard back and Cobb back and Tunyon back and Mercedes Lewis back. And it's going to be the old boys club and we're going to be playing shuffleboard and it'll be fun. Is that an impasse? Is that, is that an impossible needle to thread? Is one of those sides going to come off that plan? I think that's the, that's the off-season question. I think the Packers want Aaron Rodgers back if the circumstances are right. If, he want, if he's willing to accept the terms. And I think Aaron Rodgers wants to come back to Green Bay if they're willing to accept his terms. So they agree in principle on the idea, I think. Now, how much is that other stuff worth? That is what I'm fascinated to find out. And Andrew Brandt said yesterday on a podcast that he is one third Aaron is going to retire. One third Aaron's going to play for the Packers and one third that the Packers are going to trade, which means two thirds Aaron Rodgers is not in Green Bay anymore. I ultimately still think that's where we're headed. But my colleague at The Leap, America's guest, Jason Hirschhorn, who you've heard from a lot this week, wrote many words about why he thinks Aaron Rodgers is going to stay. Go check them out at The Leap. We'll be back tomorrow. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, you can do that on the Locked on Packers YouTube page to stay Locked on Packers.